Hello everybody, this is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and proud founder of Simple Podcast Cloud, a platform that allows podcasters to flourish like a beautiful flower and we, because we give them everything unlimited, which is a story, shows, and a whole nine yard. If you're in the market for looking for a podcast host, definitely check us out, which is a simplepodcastcloud.com. And if you listen to the whole show at the end of the show, we're going to be sharing something special with you for all you podcasters out there. So make sure you listen to the whole thing. So speaking of podcasts, we have another amazing podcast, Adam, who is going to be sharing some serious knowledge bombs here for you. And then, help you, and then he's going he's gonna to help you take your podcasting career wherever it is to the next level. So without any further ado, Adam, please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi, yeah, I'm Adam Macias. I am a uh, podcaster, a podcast producer, editor, video editor, uh, live streamer. Do I do all the dang things out there in the world right now? Um, but uh, my main podcast, uh, my my little pride and joy, is called Finger Guns Comedy. Uh, we've been running for about three years, and we do all the things. We stream, we do uh, sketches. Uh, there's the there's the website right there. Um, we have a brand new website. Um, I'm not sure when this will be live, but we have a brand new content coming out constantly and uh you can catch our live show on mondays at 7 p.m pacific all right adam and just awesome man i'm sure people are going to be going there and you're a comedian which is a good thing to have tell me <laughs> how you got into the podcasting in the comedian world you could have picked anything why comedy comedy well you know what's so funny is that um I actually got through uh, to be like into comedy through podcasting, actually, funny enough. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I'm a musician. I almost yeah. said I used to be a musician because that's like, you know, I was like hardcore that. And um, I've always been, had an interest in audio engineering. And that's what I went to school for was audio engineering and uh, going to music and stuff. And I, I, you know, I moved to L.A. That's where I'm from. That's where I live. Okay. Um, and uh, we, were, we have these things called open mics, uh, right. which I'm not ever sure if you've ever been to like a like a little cafe uh, yep. where somebody starts has a little microphone and starts playing some like sad love songs. Well, I was doing that for a while. I was hitting up all the, the open mics. And um, so I was like, I, this was like a time where I had just moved to LA. I didn't have a lot of friends. I did just, however, get a brand new iPhone 3G. And along Ooh. that came with it was uh, the podcast app. And okay. so um, I was listening just, I was like, what are these podcasts? And I found... I like comedy, so I found uh, uh, shows like Adam Carolla, the uh, comedy Bang Bang, which is what was at the time called uh, Comedy Death Ray. Um, and I just kind of like, I was like, oh, this is fun. And I kind of, I had always like liked entertaining and making jokes and being silly. And I kind of had this idea. I was like, man, I kind of want to try stand up. I kind of want to try to do this. And okay. so one day I, I messed up. I went to an open mic, but it wasn't a music open mic. It was a comedy open mic. So they had all these comedians uh, perform. Uh, and then they were like, oh, my God, thank God. A musician. Thank God. <laughs> like they were so happy of like people talking instead of people talking about their like you know, they're you know, whatever dumb joke, penis jokes they have or whatever. They wanted some some love songs. And so I just was like, well, I'm here. So I played like one of my songs and then I just like told a joke that I kind of had been writing or a story that I kind of had been writing and okay. it killed as like as it does like that's what everybody's open mics first story is like i killed man i came back and then like I, it's just been stardom from ever since then i mean it wasn't like that i mean killed meaning like the three people in the room including 
the barista laughed. So, you know, like it wasn't like, so anyways, um, I found myself in, uh, the comedy world because I kind of was exposed to more comedy through podcasting. And, uh, that's kind of where I've since then just kind of followed my career from there. Just out of curiosity, can you tell that story? Because I want to, I want to, know, I want to hear it because it sounds interesting. <laughs> or a joke? If you I don't remember even it. remember. No, I. To be honest, it was All like right, uh, about somebody that. Uh, what it was was that. Um, it was a bad joke. It was really bad, but it was essentially um, one of my first jokes was. Um, I always found that like this. I don't know how how crass we can be on on the show or whatever. Try to be I, kid, I, kid friendly. I'm gonna be mostly kid friendly, but. Okay. Um, what I, 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 you know, I'm, you know, I was young and 19 years old and I was like, oh my God, like people are, are, um, you know, like people are, are crazy. Like they're biologically, they're, they're, they're there's so much stuff going on. And it, like, if you think about it, like women, they're fucking, they're, sorry, they're, they're magical, you know, they're, they're pretty much magical. Like, think right. about it. Like two women stay long, stay together long enough. They're, you know, their, their cycles like become sync. They, they like somehow their bodies just like sync up together. That's magical. Like guys, they don't get like erections at the same time when they like live together. So what I asked, I was like, well, what happens at women's prisons? Like, do they all just like, does everybody like on the same cycle? And so, uh, like, where's that movie? Where's that movie? Like, you know, like, like it's called the, it's called the orange is the black. Orange is the new black. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the time, this was before Origins of Black. Anyways, uh, right. the movie was called There Will Be Blood. Anyways, um, that's what I was imagining. <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Nobody even thought about it. Like, it was, wow. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it's it, pretty cool. But anyways, yeah. So that's what kind of um, got me into it. And um, I, I found improv and I found okay. sketch kind of all through my favorite podcast. And that's like, it's everybody always like, I want to be a TV. Sh- I want to be, you know, TV star or whatever. I was like, I, I kind of just want to work for it. For Earwolf, you know, I want to work for like a really nice comedy show, and that's where I've been doing since then. So basically, podcasting, you listen to it, it helped you become a comedian in a sense. Would that fair, yeah. to, fair to say? I would say so. Yeah, like it's like like you know how like old comedians uh, or com- comedians in general they they used to say they're like oh I memorized all I'm the re- first time I got Richard Pryor's album I, I I memorized it and I listened to it like and that's how they like developed their their uh the rhythm and their right, like right. timing and stuff because they just memorize and repeat it well that's kind of how i was not i mean i'm not saying i'm like super famous and very successful at this some would argue that i'm not very funny either but <laughs> i would say that i i kind of really did put my time listening to a lot of comedy through podcasting yeah definitely anybody who's starting out obviously you know listen to the podcast and see which one resonates you for obviously the one that resonates with you is comedy and other people might be a different thing you know whatever so walk me through your first episode when you recorded how did that how did that pretty much unfolded well i started um i started doing it it was like again was another one of those like right place right time kismet thing um i have this my first podcast that I ever started, it's called La 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 Land. Um, it was a musical improv sci-fi Rick and Morty comedy. So crazy thing. And uh, it was like three friends of mine that I actually had met uh, doing comedy at uh, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. It's a you know kind of an improv theater and sketch comedy theater in uh, here in L.A. and in, in New York. Okay. And um we were after a class one day and my friend uh, drew sat us down he's like guys i have a project 
I've been thinking about wanting to do a podcast. And like the second he said it, I was like down because that's why I was I was in like, you know, it's like one of those things. I went to that school because I had heard about it from my favorite guests on podcasts and stuff. So like then I went to the school and then right after like my second like after a class or right. so somebody was like, I want to do a podcast. and I think I want to do it with you guys. And I was like, this is it. This is I'm here. I'm doing this. This is this is where I want to be. And that's what happened. And I'm still very, very proud of that podcast. It, we ended up, you know, it's not really uh, we put out specials every now and then. But honestly, I'm so proud of it. There's like sound design. It's all improvised music. And there's a really cool storyline. And um, it's, it's just really fun, man. And I am. I, um, I, I, I'm I, it's just one of those things where like we, we did it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, cool. So what was the mic thing that you use for your first podcasting? Oh, the my mic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, or, I was, how did you record it? Like you already had the equipment or whatever? Things I like did. That? Yeah. So okay. I'm like I said, I'm a musician. I went to school for music. Oh. And um, and so I had uh, and musical engineering, like actually. So like, you know, recording, mixing, editing, all that stuff. So I had a uh, Sapphire... Uh, Pro 40. Uh, yeah, it was very nice. So, yeah, I, I love that thing. And then um, I had a bunch of, you know, it's like one of these. I had an SM58. I still use this thing. I love it so much. And uh, it was about, here, let me just, I'm sure this is a great sound for the podcast here. <laughs> here you go. That's my, that's my, that's, 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 what you, that, that's what you get for having a comedian on a podcast <laughs> interview. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is this is my spit guard. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, this this is called ASMR, folks. This is, you get this is you get paid good money for this these days. Oh my yes. god! Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. So a lot of SM58s. I I love them. I they're they're you know they're as much as your Yeti, which I don't even get me started. I hate those things. Uh, your they're much as a, a Yeti, pretty much. But okay. then there was also this interface that I had on the side that okay. uh, did a lot of things. And, um, you know, I'm a gearhead. So that's where we went from there. And then I had headphones and XLR cables and all that stuff. And we recorded right in my, my kitchen living, like a uh, table, dining table right there. Really? Yeah, that's where we record. I think I have a picture of it um, How somewhere. was the background noises or when you uh, recorded it was actually not bad because we lived in. It, we recorded specifically on a very quiet day, oh, and um, actually, if you want to vamp for a second, I can show you the picture. It's on my Instagram. Sure. Uh, uh, we can do a little screen share because we're <coughs> on the we're on the stream yard here. Sure. Uh, let's see if I can find it real quick. But essentially, that's what it was. The background noise wasn't that bad because um, here's a pro tip. Get th this is why I like the SM58 is that they are dynamic microphones. So mm -hmm. you're, they're not as opposed to a condenser microphone. Uh, condensers are more lively. They uh, require less gain because they are more sensitive. Dynamic microphone, like right now, I'm. I have, I see how far away I am from this. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, more. Than, I'm about. Um, uh, like a fifth waist, a fifth waist uh, length apart, which right. is what you would want to do typically for a condenser microphone. But you can kind of tell like it's too far away. I'm like kind of, I'm kind of thin sounding. But like right. the, the the sweet point is really kind of just right up on it. I'm probably a little too loud right now. 
because it's cranked up. But you hear all the resonance in my voice, my lows, my mids, my highs, because the point of it is that you want to get really, really close. And you can actually eliminate a lot of background noise um, by um, by using a dynamic, just simply the sensitivity of that microphone. And then, you know, I learned a lot of other tricks and plugins along the way. And, um, you know, which have proven to be pretty successful for me. Right. So just out of curiosity, people who are not so much familiar with or in tune with the technical side. So condenser microphone, they're not like your regular USB microphone that you could just plug right into the uh, uh, your computer or laptop and things like that. So how do you get the sound from your condenser microphone into your computer where you can actually listen to it or do something with it? Right. Yeah. So you're like, like I said, your Yetis, uh, they have a USB just sure. goes straight into the thing. Well, so like I said, so the Sapphire Pro 40, that is an interface. And at the time, that wasn't through even through USB. So that was an interface that was actually connected through a, uh, a Firewire cable, which okay. are extinct now. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> uh, you can't even, you can't use, there's no, no computer comes with a Firewire adapter anymore, uh, yep. brand new. So all of my, I have like, I, all my equipment is gone. So thanks again, Apple. But anyways, <laughs> Point being is, uh, they uh, the this microphone here is connected through an analog cable, an XLR cable, that's okay. then connected to an audio interface, otherwise known as an uh, a analog to digital converter, and that that is sent uh, that connection is, is then made via a uh, a FireWire cable. Some some of my that's when the USB. Uh, connection would be come into play. So the, if you have your Scarlet, it's also made by Sapphire. That would be a USB uh, connection. This was more of a heavy duty thing. It forty is uh, eight inputs, a uh, bunch of pre's and stuff. And uh, right. uh, let me see if I can show this to you right now. Uh, oh, actually, oh, I'm totally wrong. On our first episode, I'm actually seeing more things here. You're you. This is actually a little bit jankier than what I just described. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to show you right now. Can I? Can you add this to the to the stream? Yep. Possible? Uh, yeah, it's not. A, see. There you yeah. go. So right there. Uh, I'm, so there's me. Look at all. Oh, look at baby face Adam. But actually, so um, yeah, I'm using Logic right here. You can see all the uh, the SM58s right here. Yeah. Um, I'm actually using a, another mixer uh, here, uh, where it's a uh, it's a uh, this is also its own interface. This is a Yamaha uh, MG something. I forget the name of it. Okay. But that was being used for some headphones and some auxiliary inputs. But then also, so I was, it was, I have two of these. It, this is a Sapphire Pro 24, which is like a smaller version of this. And the way it kind of works, it was just converting cables and stuff like that. Essentially, everything was still running through the Sapphire Pro 40, blah, blah, blah. And then you can actually see. I, at the time, my, my my inventory was so low. Uh, I gave my friend Drew here the uh, my this really nice condenser microphone that I have. It's called a uh, a uh, baby uh, baby bottle. It's a uh, from Blue. Okay. Uh, it's this is this is one of my still one of my favorite like recording microphones. But this is something I would use to record singing. But it's not something I would record for uh, a, podcast. a podcast. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, well, those of you who are listening to this on your iTunes, or Google Podcasts, and Spotify, uh, check out the YouTube video. I will definitely put that in also in the in the show notes where you can check that out. And when you look at this picture, you will be like, wow, that's some crazy setup. But definitely, if that shows the dedication that you need, you know, have to get this podcast up and running. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. All right, so we got the podcasting. I mean, going. So we got the how you pick your uh, niche that you want to go uh, start about. And then in your case, was the comedian. And then you got your gear going on. And then the next phase was like, uh, do you do your podcast as a solopreneur, meaning just use yourself, or is it interview based, or what's the format of it? Oh, okay. So, well, like I said, um, that was a project that we just kind of like. It's almost like a like an album. We just like did it and then we just kind of never returned back to it. But my main show that we kind of talked about at the beginning was right. uh, is Finger Guns Comedy. And uh, that was, was done was actually with another group of friends that we do. Okay. So uh, it's not solo by any means, um, though I am like kind of because I'm the, you know, uh, this is my format. I love this format. I do have a lot of opinions and I, I believe that like, um, you know, certain things should be done in a certain way or whatever. But um, uh, we it's totally collaborative as, as much as I can possibly make it. Like I, I have a group of uh, right now it's seven people in, seven. on our on our team. Yeah. Yeah. So it, we, it was started off. It started off at six, actually. And then we lost a few and then we gained some more. Um, but it's all friends that, you know, we know uh, comedians, friends, people, actors and stuff. And uh, we essentially it started off as like a sketch team, essentially, okay. and like uh, like your Saturday Night Live, like we just had different people filling different roles, doing stuff, and it really wasn't interview based. Um, this is something that I, for people advice out there, we didn't really, we started like too niche, like our original idea was to do like parody podcasts every week, but as like something what I've learned kind of as the format and as me learning more and me um, talking about it more and, and listening to them more, it's like, it's, it's not really good for a fan base to come back to a show every week to want to come back from a show every week. That's different every week. Right. You know, it's almost like, a, especially with comedy, you kind of want it to reset and like, you want the same kind of, you want the same premise each time. And then like the jokes are different. But it always kind of comes back to like, you know, there's Raymond, there's his brother, there's his mom, there's Raymond's wife. But yep. Ray, at the end of the day, everybody loves Raymond. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, you want, or like at the end of the day, you know, uh, Peter and the rest of the, the, uh, the family guy crew, it's like, you know, no one's going to die at the end of the episode is what I'm saying. You know, so right. that's kind of what we would do every week is like, you know, everything would be different. And it was just kind of hard to catch that thread and also gain audience mem like more family or not family uh though i do think of my fans as family they, uh, they truly are because if you think are. about it that way that's how you really create the the emotional correction the, you know the content for it and then yeah. we'll dive into the content about while you finish first but it, well that's what i'm saying it's just like we we didn't have a uh, a distinct format and that it was going to be different and that's right. what I, just to speak on like family it's almost like um it's almost like developing a relationship with somebody. You don't want them. You don't want every time to hang out with them that they're like a different person. Like that's you don't want that. Like right. when you get to know somebody, you want to like 
You want to like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. We did talk about that last time, but now we're building off of that, and then we're building off of that. And then every now and then, they do something crazy that's like surprising and fun. For most part, they're pretty consistent. And that's yep. what I think like because podcasting is such an intimate thing, um, you know, that, that's kind of what you want. You want that person, that personal like relationship. And so our format eventually evolved about a year later to be um, interviewing comedians and uh, just kind of normal people that had an interesting hot take. And then we would do comedy based off of it. So we would do, um, you know, improvised sketches with fully sound design and all that stuff. Uh, and then we, you know, like we would say you, you would, you told me a story, right? And then we would do like a comedic scene based off that story. And then, um, can you, can you give an example? I'm just curious how that works out sure, for, far sure. as the, um, for far as the comedian, cause I never really had that concept. Or that well, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. think about this. You ever watch like a comedian and that like, and they tell like a story and then they start like acting out that story. Like, uh -huh. like with all the characters, it's kind of like that, but like with a group of people rather than one people. So like, okay. say you tell me a story about your day and all of a sudden, uh, you know, you went to the coffee shop and then there was this Karen in there just asked, like saying, uh, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask or whatever. Right. That's what we would do a scene on is like, and then just, you know, kind of blow out the world and make him kind of funny from there. Um, but then, you know, speaking of, so speaking of that, uh, <laughs> We, ha we had a studio where everybody would go in and record and, you know, it's a big crew. Right. So because of um, all the restrictions and the shelter in place, um, uh, Mark, I don't know where you are currently. I am based at Queens, New York. You're in Queens, New York. So, yeah, so we're in L.A. So uh, you, at the beginning of this, you know, we were all kind of we're about the same thing. We're, everything yep. was kind of shut down. And so we didn't have a lot of people in, in the studio. So we actually reformatted our our show again <laughs> to but still like the same kind of twist okay instead of doing like scenes we still would interview people but then um we kind of made it more of like a ch talk show variety show kind of format but still providing a, around the same amount of comedy just because it's a little bit different when you're in a room okay like improvising as opposed to um, you know, over the internet, like you and I talking, which you're a great listener, Mark. I feel like I could talk to you for hours. Uh, <laughs> Tell me again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no problem. No. Um, so, yeah, no, like there's just a certain amount of like you speak and then I right. speak over the internet. That's not necessarily conducive to like improv because like a lot of the time it's just like being in the same moment and saying the exact same thing. Exactly. Like, it, it's this type of connection there's literally a delay and it's messes with comedic timing so we kind of reformat it to be more like you speak and then you speak and then you speak type of thing but i i think the show is it's definitely hitting a strive and we're live every week and stuff so um so that does that answer your question about format? that answers uh, the definitely question because i'm like because i'm used to like a podcasting being like your yourself and then one person interview but you are taking it to a whole another level where you definitely need a lot of organization because you got like a whole bunch of people more than just two people like you know you need to make sure that everybody organizes so people who are listening to it they be like who the hell is this guy i'm listening to this yes. and two seconds later i'm listening to that like i'm getting yes. confused and then before you know it nobody's listening to the show so the level exactly. of organization i could totally appreciate that yeah that's i mean that's what we try to do so like i am essentially kind of like the host i kind of guide everybody through every week 
And then my kind of goal is to make it the most like it is formatted, but then we still have like crazy moments in between all that. And uh, we bring on, you know, very, very cool, like comedic guests and stuff like that, too. So, okay. So how do you go about finding guests to come into your shows? Just out of curiosity. Um, so it's it's really kind of changed. So, you know, we we it's through, you know, Facebook groups or uh Instagram or Twitter and uh, sometimes it's like just comedians that I, I know personally I'm like oh yeah you would be great or friends that I know personally um, or sometimes I just like put a, a tweet out on on uh, on on Facebook or, or on Twitter uh, I tweet on Facebook <laughs> not a lot of people do that um, you're unique <laughs> I'm very unique uh, <laughs> that's that's what I've been told uh, no uh, so yeah i so i would just say like hey i'm looking to talk to uh people and working as a like i i did an interview with um a administrator for the los angeles unified school district and this is a total real interview she was retired her son work is a teacher for the unified school district and this was when you know everybody was talking about is the schools going to open and you know like uh betsy devos was like we're opening schools and everyone's like what are you crazy that's crazy and so instead of like us doing like a, a hot take on it, I really wanted to hear about teachers. And this is something like who, who doesn't know a teacher, you know? So I, I figured I knew a teacher out there for sure. And right. I wanted to hear their opinion of like, what's going on. And of course it's just like, yeah, well, uh, you know, Betsy DeVos is crazy, you know, that type, that type of thing. But it was still nice to see, to hear what they had to say. And that's where we are ultimately going to in, in the show is that we want to talk to real people and like we help com com comedy, but nothing right. is more funny, er, more funny, funnier, fun funnier. Nothing's more funnier. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mark. Uh, there's nothing more funnier than like truth, and that's right. that's what we're trying to do. So we're trying to get you know more people on the show, uh, doctors, nurses, people that are really going through stuff right now because it, who doesn't know a nurse? You know, like somebody in my family is a nurse. Somebody, you know, some some. The brilliant person in my family is a doctor, even though I hate them and they're probably super successful. There's a doctor in my family I can talk to, you know, and, and anybody. Right. So what we do is I, I'll just send out a little thing like, hey, do I know any doctors right. on Facebook? And then somebody will tag a friend or do I know any newscasters or anything like that? And someone will tag a friend. And that's kind of where we go to our guests. And it's been honestly one of the best, one of the best like interview um, uh, moments, moments I've had. I've had. Okay. For sure. For sure. Just out of curiosity, mm -hmm. when you your show is obviously about com comedy, right, and everything else, and then you have these serious people, the doctors, the teachers, the things in nature. What are their perception when they come in? Like, I'm gonna go to the comedy show. <laughs> How do you like kind of communicate that? Like, don't worry, we're still gonna have a serious talk, but we're gonna laugh yes. about it as well. Well, so um, the beauty of it now is that because I'm, I'm also like a, an editor, what we'll do is like these okay. serious conversations. I try not to bring them into like the live crazy show because where we have sketches and we have characters and then we have like people kind of just like talking off the cuff and stuff. Uh, shout out to Edward Rosales. I love you, man. You know how to shoot from the hip for sure. Um, but what I do is I'll just I'll talk to them over the like over Zoom. And it's mm -hmm. just like kind of like what you and I are doing. We're just talking uh, and, you know, I we just kind of I ask them questions and do this stuff. So it's like kind of more similar to what we're doing now, where it's just you and me and what we would be talking. 
Okay. And then, um, and then I will go in. I'll make a, like a ten-minute clip of that conversation. I'll okay. put that into the podcast, and then uh, later on in the week, I will release the full-length episode on on our YouTube page. Okay. Yeah, or the full-length <clears throat> interview on our YouTube page. So, to answer your question, um, it, I make it so like when it's these serious things, it, I don't try to joke around. Right. I, I just try to like, this is just, you know, we're just going to talk. And right. then I highlight all the funny parts and all the interesting parts and put that into the show. So then it's like, you know, that, that way they're like totally comfortable because that's my biggest thing. It's like, yeah, you're a nurse. Come on our comedy show where we just, you know, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's like the, jokes. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, the, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you got somebody serious, like a nurse, doctor, lawyer, and then, you know, teacher and this congresswoman, whatever. And they're like, I'm yeah, not going, yeah. like, yeah. I'm not going to the comedy show. They guys, these guys are going to make fun of me. You know, yeah, the, the yeah. setback, setback would be like, oh, pretty big. So, you know, yeah. I'm glad you can work it out that way. So have a serious conversation and things of that nature. So works out yeah. so what has some of the things that you have learned from interviewing all these different people throughout the life oh man um so many things i don't know like i so mean to, so we'll be like two takeaway be like oh my god i can definitely apply this in my life right now um i mean i feel like i mean i feel like i learned something from my guests every time i talk to them uh but <laughs> The most cheesiest answer, but it's kind of true though. Like, I always learn like people's perspectives. Um, you know, learning talking to, uh, we talk to some comedians who are trying to start their own uh, uh, comedy theater and school here in LA. And what I learned from them is that they, you know, they have this very different um, experience in the comedy world because they are all people of color, and right. uh, they had this kind of even though like. I'm technically Mexican. I, you know, totally look white. You know, my name is Adam, you know, and, uh, that's, that's my hill. That's, that's my burden. That's my journey. But, uh, because of that, I maybe was a, treated a different way and I got to hear their kind of perspective on like, you know, what's it like being an Indian person, uh, in the comedy world? What's it like being, um, somebody that, uh, grew up in East LA and did, uh, uh, comedy through there and then tried to join UCB and, and, or the pack or anything like that, or African right. American or whatever. And just kind of learning, like there are though that my perspective may not be exactly though we went through the same, we did the same kind of track. Their, their experiences are wildly different and how you, um, how you go through those experiences is kind of totally based on your own personal experience. Uh, but I don't know that, I don't know. And then also like, you know, I learned that sometimes movies are bad. I don't know. Like I, I, I talked to like weird. Yeah. We talked to, uh, uh, we just talked to like people that, um, have different perspectives sometimes. And that's what we really, really want to, we try to do on the show is real people, real perspectives. And then, you know, so we get outside of our bubble a little bit. Yeah, that def definitely helps you grow, I feel like, because you get somebody else's perspective and not only help you grow, but you get to think from a different point of view, but like, you never even thought about it. Like, that happened to me all the time. Every time I'm talking to somebody, you know, it's like, for example, talking to you right now, I get to learn how to be a comedian. How does, how does the mind of the comedian works? <laughs> you know, I never I mean, even thought about that. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people say, again, 
would not qualify me as a comedian. So I do really appreciate that you're saying that. <laughs> Take it as a compliment. So I will. I, I will make you in a comedian. How do you structure your joke so it becomes funnier? Tell me that. Oh, I mean, it's always the truth. It's okay. the, the, the first thing. First idea is always the funniest idea. I mean, for the most part, unless it's like, unless you're like, have a really, really messed up point of view. But my in my mind, it's always like, usually the thing you want to say right. is the thing that nobody else wants to say or the thing that everybody else was thinking. And the, the, the point is to say it first, you know, or like, so like, um, you know, that's, there's so many times where you can just overthink like what would be so funny, but the thing that flows out is usually like, even though maybe something is a funnier idea, right. Um, if it's not your truth, like what you actually think, it's not right. going to be funny. Like if, say for instance, like if Bill Burr told a joke and then um, Kevin Hart tried to tell that same joke, it's not as funny, you know, because it's not their perspective and vice versa, you know, like your point of view is what makes you funny. And so when, when I try to write and, you know, I, I do monologues at the beginning of every show, sure. um, I, and it's been a kind of a growing process on that because, you know, that's something I, I had never done before, like doing a monologue with like, you know, little cutouts and photoshopped little images and stuff like that on the side here. Um, so I just writing that and just like every time that I would go back and like rewatch the model, I'm like, I should have said that. I don't know why I didn't say that. That's what I wanted to say. But I was like in two in my head, you know, and the things that I've always been. I've always gotten like the biggest reaction from from crowds is literally just my knee jerk reaction. Like, boom, that, that's something I said. And so it's just really like learning, like knowing who you are and kind of like knowing what you're you're thinking yourself and then just saying that in a way right. now, granted that'll get you in trouble if, again <laughs> if you do not have a good point of view <laughs> like that'll get you in trouble for sure uh, that would be number one number two that if no one can relate to you the worst thing that happened to a comedian no one says anything that's silence Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like a, a death silence. But that's the thing. That's the unfortunate part. Again, that's why um, we kind of changed our format, too, because, you know, we're used to doing this in a room and we're like kind of chuckling while we're doing it and stuff. And, you know, while we're doing doing comedy virtually is right. You don't hear the the audience. You don't hear the chuckles, you know, because if you do, then your joke's going to get smashed, you know, because, you know, it's that's how the audio thing works and stuff. So, right. Um, how the audio processing is. So, um, it's, that's kind of why we, we are formatting it for this virtual world or whatever, but gotcha. that feeling of like hearing that the like instant, instant, instant audience yeah. persons, you know, the feedback is like, you told a joke and you got a reaction out of it. You can actually see it. That's yeah. like rewarding on its own. Well, the yeah, the best part is just like riffing something and then like yeah. you hear a chuckle and you're like, oh, wait, that was funny. And then finding how to make it funnier and funnier and funnier uh, right. based off of like, and that's what it's, you know, learning how to do comedy in like a virtual world. That's, you know, what everybody's trying to do right now. Right. So it seems like the work that you are doing for your podcast 
the back end side is a lot of work, a lot of you know things that you gotta put in place, the skits, the the jokes, and the monologues and things of that nature. And then I'm sure you it took you a while to get to that point, or has it not? Uh, well, so it's funny enough. There is very little. Back- it's interesting. You always have it's funny enough. But it's, <laughs> that's like the co- comedian thing. It's funny enough. It's funny actually. <laughs> now you now that you say it. Um, by the way, uh, no, it's, it is funny what that you're saying, because okay. in this new, we used to do, I used to do a bunch of uh, post-production. Gotcha. So we would record everything clean, mm-hmm. and uh, then I would go back and edit, and I would put the sound effects in, and I would put the music in, I would do all these, uh, I would do, you know, uh, complete uh, plugins on all the multi-track uh, recording and stuff. And, you know, it was, you know, it was, you know, we, I would edit it and I would make it clean. I would cut out all the ums and all that stuff. It, it was a lot of stuff. Right. Now that we're live, there was really not a lot of post-production. I just like, I slapped the music on there. I put a break in the middle for our ads. Um, I put outro music and, you know, and then uh, it, the show goes out the next day. But we actually do more pre-production now. Because okay. we have a meet, we have a writers meeting. Um, we, uh, if you can believe, we actually write this crap. Uh, <laughs> we we have a writers meeting, uh, and then we we then we shoot a sketch. Okay. So that's like all before, and then I edit the sketch, and then I write a monologue, and then and then I you know prepare the monologue or whatever. So it's everything is before the show now, and then we go live on Mondays, and then every, we just kind of like whatever happens on the show happens on the show, and then we put it up. Wow, and this is, guys, if you never heard the backstory of how does a comedy show take place, you just got a true insight of this is the stuff they actually do that no one gets to see it or get credited for it. So thank you for sharing that. That was, yeah, yeah. funny enough, I'm glad you shared that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Cool. So after you do your show and post production, it goes live. And then what happens after for you in terms of getting the word out there so people can go listen to it? Right. And that's all a journey um, as well. Okay. So um, we do a lot of things. So a lot of our numbers are coming from live, uh, doing live stuff. Okay. So our live video show is actually more popular than our podcast. And that I think I think mainly because you know comedy is just kind of better visually, I think ultimately like um it's really hard to do a comedy talk show uh audio-wise. And not saying that it's impossible because and it's not saying that um some of my favorite podcasts are comedic. I I love them. Right. Um but I our 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 videos now on Facebook are organically huge. And what we do for that is um, we share to just Facebook groups, all the Facebook groups, all the comedy Facebook groups, all of the funny video Facebook groups, all of the um, you know streaming live Twitch stream Facebook groups. We just share them. And that helps so much. Like, Kate, go, go ahead. ahead. I'll, let you, I'll let you finish first. Go well, ahead. I was just going to say, like, um, you know, we might get live views. We might get somewhere along the lines of like somewhere like 25 people watching at one time, which is, it's fun. That's enough in the chat and that's totally fine. But like, as we're sharing it, we're getting, you know, up to 
quite a bit more than that, like a lot more than that, because right. people are just watching it and clicking on and off and stuff like that. But because it's a video and, and the way Facebook's plat like their platform is, um, you can kind of just watch a video for a second and then scroll through. You know, like whereas like YouTube kind of have to watch the whole thing and, you know, all that stuff. And uh, even and the same thing with Instagram, you know, we post up like a like a highlight uh, every week and mm -hmm. uh, people just kind of like, you know, make sure you get those subtitles. That's the biggest thing. So what we do for, you know, actually marketing after the, afterwards, we do yeah. uh, we do. We, I send out a uh, our newsletter, which you can subscribe to at fingerguns.com. Uh, there's a newsletter right there. Sign up for it. It's we we send out all of our sketches. We have uh, our Patreon. We have our shirts all right there. It's where you can like boom get it, and that goes out every Tuesday, uh, like kind of morning, and uh, you can you can just listen to it right there or watch it right there. It's right on our Facebook page. It's linked right there. Every episode has its own um, uh, its own website page. So okay. what we try to make it like it's all about accessibility and really like. As a growing podcast, it's so hard to like break into somebody's like routine because that's what podcasts are, right? Like, Mark, yep. I don't know what you do. Like, like I don't know how how you, how do you listen to podcasts? I just listen to it obviously when I'm. Well, the beautiful thing about podcasting is like it's a multi-purpose. You don't have to stay in one place, and you just I right. I listen to it most of the time when I go for a walk with like eight to twelve miles. It's just an hour and a half, two hours, right. whatever. I just plug it in, but off it, I go. It's your routine, right? Like yep. that's something you do maybe daily, you know, multiple times a week, right? Yep. And you probably have like during this walk, I'm gonna listen to. Uh, this American Life or something. You know, you're sure. going to listen to your that one of your podcasts that you like listening to during that yep. week, right? Yep. Imagine how hard it is. Is like, hey, Mark, you should listen to Finger Guns comedy instead. And you're like, you know how hard it is to like, you're scrolling through Netflix and you're like, don't know what to watch. Yep. Imagine that, but times a million for podcasts because there's so many podcasts out there. And the problem is, is like, there's, you know, you're, it's hard to knock off like one of your your favorite ones, you know, right. to listen to new ones. And so what we try to make it do is like, if you're going to give it a shot, we want to make you so easy for you. We want to okay. like get a link tree where you can just click on, like click on that and has your available on, on Apple, available on Stitcher, available on Google, available on SoundCloud, Spotify, make it available everywhere. Everywhere, right. So that you went, how they ever, cause that's another thing. People like to listen to it, you know, in the various ways. platforms and stuff. So right. make it available and then put it all in one place. So if you don't have a website, do Linktree. It's free. Boom. Put them all in one place. And then they can select where they want to select. So at least it's like, you know, it's two, it's two uh, clicks, essentially. Yep. You know, that'd be ideal if it's one, but, you know, it is what it is. Right. So uh, we send that out and then we send out a highlight. And the highlight is kind of like, this is the fun thing that we did this week. Um, and then, you know, try to bring everything back to the hub, which is your podcast. That is the hub. That's what we want people to be watching. Um, right. Lately now, it's mostly our video stuff. That's our hub. But uh, our website is where we want people to go. And then they can see the show or watch the show or, or listen to it right on, on there. Right. So I guess that that would be a call to action. Yeah, go over there and check out more and go to this website, which will be the finger guns. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, how did you come up with this particular URL? Uh, well, so finger guns comedy. Like what? I know. 
Uh, I don't know. Like it was my my one of my uh, my my teammates and my my partner here, uh, Steve Sotelo. Okay. He, um, you know, he when we came together, it was actually kind of his idea to like all of us. He got, he got us all together, and I think at the time it was just like um, we were technically a podcast network. Like you know, like I was saying, uh, you know, it was different podcasts every week. So we pretended like we were a network that were that were doing things, um, and so. Uh, Oh yeah, your your camera's out of focus there. Yeah, oh, there I know. There <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, we uh, he just kind of was like, uh, I don't know, Finger Guns Comedy Network or Finger Guns okay. Network uh, podcast network, and okay. uh, we were all like, what? And he's like, I don't know, it's just something. So we and then he sat down, was like, all right, what are we gonna name this thing? And we we're all just like, let's just keep it Finger Guns. <laughs> and so uh, we just went finger guns comedy when for the, uh, the rebrand and stuff. And that's, that's what it was, but it was totally Steve Sotelo's idea. All right, man. Credits to you having this yeah. amazing website and this URL. So yeah, I was just yeah. kidding. Like no, comedy part I got, whatever, but it'd be like, you knew oh, whenever you, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. We shoot from the hip. All right, we'll give you a joke from the hip. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's not funny enough. I'll let you be the professional and comedian. <laughs> All right, so we got the gear, we got the content, we got the how do you promote it, and then what, what was left is like how would you recommend if somebody's just starting out the podcast game? What advice would you give that person to say, just do X, Y, and Z, you will get to where you want to go a lot faster? I mean, I would suggest number one thing is know what you're going to be talking about. Like, okay. don't just figure it out. Because there's, <laughs> okay. there's, something, there's something so interesting that happened um, in the beginning of the, the shutdown in, in America is that Amazon ran out of microphones because everybody was starting a podcast. Yep. So now there are already so many podcasts before this moment. And so now there's even more. <laughs> like these people are just like, I'm bored. I'm starting a podcast. What is going to distinguish you from, I think, the pack is <laughs> having not only, a, again, this is like I was saying with, with comedy. Podcasts can be its own show and the super unique thing. You know, you got your homecoming, uh, you got your uh, serial, you know, it's a super unique thing, super thing. But a lot of the times it's there to establish your brand of who you are. Like, Mark, this is your brand. You're interested in podcasting. You have a podcast podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's what you are establishing. You know, I'm yep. a comedian. I, I have a comedy podcast where we're doing comedy stuff. Um, don't just start a podcast and like figure it out. Like, I don't think anyone aside from like a really famous person could be successful in that. What's going to, what's going to make it unique is that your perspective, just like with comedy, with your jokes mm -hmm. are going to be the thing that people want to drive. So, so make it you make it the thing that you are interested in and make it the thing that you are about because people are going to follow it. Because they know you are good at it. Yep. You are good at singing. Therefore, I'm going to hear a music discussion podcast. You right. are an activist. So I want to hear you talk about activism. You know, make it, make it the thing that you are about. Don't just like, hey, we're going to figure it out. And we're going to talk to my friends. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. 
don't do that. Do that. For the love of God. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a best advice. You know, I definitely agree 100% with it. You know, if sometimes you try to figure it out, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, depending on the person, their, uh, the way about they go doing things in the nature sometimes. You know, like for example, my first career, I kind of figured it out. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I kind of figured it out, which was yeah. the photography thing, you know. But, the, but depending on the person to person, yeah, you could figure it out. But for general public, have an idea and then have an idea and then try to go create some kind of content for it. So I think personally, if you, before you even go even think about creating a podcast or go into like recording and everything else, just take a cell phone and give yourself uh, 10 episodes that you want to record. What that will do is it will tell you like whether or not you have the level of dedication and patience to record that. And then if you don't have that, then once you go spend money on mic, on hosting and things of nature, you're just going to be wasted away and you're going to be pissed off even more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people like, like, oh man, my, my friends are so funny. Why don't we just like record this and start a podcast? It's like, right. Okay. Try it. See if it works. Right. You're not, I mean, it's not going to work because it, you know, like that defeats the point of hanging out. Like you can't just, you gotta, there's so much stuff you gotta do aside from just the hanging out and getting everybody together. Yep. And then the whole, the whole thing I was going to say was like, I didn't know about the amount of effort and work that you guys do before. And I guarantee you, average person will not do that. I guarantee (laughs) you. Yeah. I I don't think a lot of comedy podcasts are having writing meetings uh, on our (laughs) level, at least. Yeah. Yeah, really, no one would do that. So I appreciate you doing that work, and I'm sure people who listen to it, they will appreciate it as well. And then last thing what I want to do is, before we uh, set our ways, is to ask you two questions. And sure. one of them is, wherever you are right now, and everything that you know right now, and if 20-year-old version of you ask you advice, and you want to give advice to him to get to where you are a lot faster, what would that be? Um, I would have told him that podcasting can be a job. Um, when, I was, when I was going to school and uh, I, was, I was going to music school, I was literally learning pretty much all the technical stuff that you need to do to be a podcast producer which is what I'm doing now. I'm a podcast producer for other people's podcasts and stuff, which I could totally, we didn't even get a chance to go into, but I could totally talk to you off of that. But, okay. um, but I, I went to school for music engineering to like get a job in, you know, working in a studio recording music and stuff. Meanwhile, I had my earbuds in listening to podcasts the whole time. Like right. I can't even tell you, I listened to more podcasts in college than I listened to music and I went to school for music. I mean, part of it was like, I didn't want to be, you know, I wanted a break, but it took me a long time to realize like, oh, people are making money from doing podcasts and they need people to produce it. And so I, you know, a few years ago, I was just like, oh, this is what I want to do. Why didn't I think of this sooner? And that's what I would have told my friend is just like, you can actually, or my friend, meaning myself. Yourself, right. <laughs> um, I, I, I would have told him like, you could follow this thing you like doing that's maybe seems really small and, and, and kind of a secret. It's actually not. And you could be making 
so much money from it. Okay. That's yeah. a great advice. And every time I ask that question, I always get a different answer, which is unique to the person answering it, which is a great thing. So I get an insight of like, wow, how people actually think. And that's why I always ask her, like, this is a really good question. So I'm like, I'm going to use that question on my show next time because it's a really good show it's so question. Good. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, man, that was great. I am. Uh, I have to go like sit, lay down after that one. That was. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like a weird spot right now. I just talked to my younger self. I don't know where I am. I'm in this weird red vacuum. I don't. Where am I? You've brought me into this weird part of the virtual space, Mark. Somehow, I just want. I just want to go home, Mark. I just want to go home. All right, man, let's get you home. Let's get to the future now. So the next question, the next question is, what is that one thing or things that you are working on that you are so stoked, so excited about it, you cannot wait to get up in the morning and work on it? And is there anything that will get in the way of stopping you? Um, no, my, my podcast, my, my okay. show. I, I love the direction that it's going right now. I love doing it. I love that we're live. Mm -hmm. I love, we talk about real things. We also, we try to, we bring com comedy to stuff. We are, uh, you know, we are a good representation of America. You know, like we have less white dudes than we do have people of color <laughs> on the show, which is great. And okay. uh, we, we like, I am, I am doing something that I love to do and it's so fun. And that, that's the project. That, and the only thing that, that stops me is life, you know, like paying the bills and stuff. And, but lately it's been really, really, you know, fortunately, knock on wood, we've been, we've been okay. So um, that's, that's where we're at. All right. Awesome, man. And uh, last but not least, I always give the people I'm interviewing the floor to say anything you want to say and promote anything you want to do. It's all yours. Is this like plugs or shit? Like, am I going to Whatever you want. The floor is all you. We have okay. an unlimited time to do whatever you want to say. Actually, I will take this to, to just a public service announcement <laughs> people are dumb so wear your mask whenever you're outside and also when you're wearing a mask make sure it covers your whole face i'm seeing too many people with their mask below their nose all the time i mean what are we doing guys come on and that's why you should just everybody just let's just all just stay inside I figure, like, let's just wait. Why do we go to got to go to Disney World right now? Let's just go. Let's just stay inside. Well, I'll see you guys next year. Okay, I'll see you next year. Also, follow me at Adam R Mac on Instagram and Twitter. Follow Finger Guns at Go Finger Guns uh, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website, FingerGunsComedy.com. We ha you can see us live there. We have our live feed up there on Mondays. You can. Uh, Subscribe to us on all the things. It's literally right there as soon as you land. And you can check out all of our past episodes on our episodes page. And you can join our Patreon uh, for a dollar where you get uh, a free episode every week. Uh, so go check that out. All right. Awesome. And if you can send me the link, I'll put that in the show notes oh, for you in that particular podcast. So awesome. well, oh, definitely, man, I'll do anything I do to help you support you and not only make sure you support you, but make sure you are successful as well. Thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This has been this has been fun. I feel like I feel like we're best friends now. And um, as as your best friend, uh, you know, just let me know if you need anything, dude. I know we live far away, but 
um, you know, I feel very close to you now. So I appreciate, right, I appreciate, I appreciate it, man. Once again, Adam, thank you so much for being here. Simple Podcast Team. Truly appreciate that. And as I said in the beginning of the podcast, there's a small little secret that anyone who listens to the show, and this is the secret part now. As a Simple Podcast Team, we have a contest going on where we are giving away one free membership for the whole year. And then the only thing you got to do is just give us a review on itunes and take a screenshot away send it to us on a sport at simplepodcastcloud.com and you'll be entered to win and then we'll be drawing five lucky winners to give them that on september 15th so if you want to get into that drawing make sure you do that so without any further ado thank you so much adam once again we appreciate you and uh, wish, wish you much success and happy life man thanks man i'll see you